Profile series. I'm your host, Matt Hicks, the FF Educator, joined by John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar. And this is the Eric Gray Rookie Profile. That's right, our last rookie profile for the 2023 NFL draft cycle. You better believe I was going to finish it off here with my guy, Eric Gray. But, John, want to make sure folks know subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Apple Podcasts because the content is not slowing down. We have plenty of pre draft. A breakdown here, analysis of the 2023 class still to come, and of course, a ton post-draft. You're going to want to make sure you are in on the Rookie Big Board Patreon. Now is the time, folks. If you have watched all 32 Rookie Profiles, you got to get in on the Discord, get the personalized access, and our year-round Devi Dynasty Rookie Rankings all of that available at patreon.com slash rookie big board, not to mention, John, the 2023 rookie guide. With that being said, let's get into Oklahoma running back Eric Gray. I just want to say thank you to all the viewers who've been with us for all 32 profiles. We really appreciate it. We do this for you. So thanks for subscribing. Thanks for giving us a thumbs up. And I love I've interacted this year with more people in the DMs than I have in any of the other previous seasons. So thank you very much. Eric Gray, Matt, we broke him down in a Devi profile in the summer of 2021. I loved him coming into that football season. He had been so good for the volunteers. And let's go all the way back, because I think his resume is a lot better than people are giving it credit for. In high school, he was a four-star prospect. He was the nation's number 99 overall player, the number two all-purpose back, the number 19 running back, and he was the number two player in the state of Tennessee. He was the Tennessee Titans Mr. Football winner 2016, 2017, and 2018. The first three-time honoree. And he played in the 2019 All-American Bowl. And he ends up at an SEC program. And I don't care who you are, you end up in an SEC program, you have a really nice recruiting profile at the high school level. As a freshman in 2019 for the Volunteers, he played in all 13 games. So we have an early breakout player. He led the team with four rushing touchdowns. Average 5.3 yards per carry. He finished second on the team with 539 rushing yards on 101 carries. More importantly, Matt, he caught 13 passes for 115 yards and a touchdown. So you're talking about an early breakout player who's a dual threat, all-purpose running back immediately. He was PFF College All-Freshman Team Honorable Mention. In 2020, Matt, He was even better than he was the year before. He scored a team-high six touchdowns. He ranked sixth in the SEC in rushing yards per game and yards from scrimmage per game. He was eighth in total rushing yards with 772, and he logged over 100 yards rushing four times. 
just incredible. That's when we did our Debbie preview of him. And then he transferred to Oklahoma in 2021. And Matt, I had massive expectations. I drafted him all over the place in college fantasy football. I was all in. He started the season's first five contests. And Matt, did it go very well? I remember like the numbers are disappointing. Oklahoma, he wasn't explosive as I had seen at Tennessee. He ended up sharing, losing the job and sharing backfield duties with Kennedy Brooks. And I think Kennedy Brooks had a great season himself with like over 1,300 yards. At the end of the day, Eric Gray only rushed for 412 yards and two touchdowns. But importantly, Matt, he had 23 receptions for 229 yards and two touchdowns. So he fell down my Debbie rankings. He, he, I had him a little lower amongst the prospects as a running back, and I wasn't sure where he was going in 2022. Oklahoma had a new coach. Lincoln Riley was gone. Where would Eric Gray fall in the pecking order? Matt, he became the star. He was the starter. He was first team all Big 12 by PFF. He produced the ninth best single season rushing total in OU history. 1,366 yards. Matt, Billy Sims, DeMarco Murray, Adrian Peterson, Joe Mixon. Oklahoma is loaded in the backfield historically. And Eric Gray had one of the better seasons rushing. He, he had 11 touchdowns on his 213 carries, and he led the conference at 6.4 yards per pop. He was also third in all-purpose yards per game at 132.9. Matt, he skyrocketed back up my draft rankings. What does your film breakdown tell us of Eric Gray? Yeah, John, I've gotten to see Eric Gray a lot over the last few seasons. And I want to just give a little bit of context there where I can to your stats of Eric Gray at Tennessee. I want to make sure our listeners understand that the Tennessee offense that Eric Gray produced in in his first two seasons is not the Tennessee offense that you're probably used to, right, coming off of this season. The Jeremy Pruitt offense was slow. It was predictable. (laughs) And they knew SEC defenses knew uh, that that Tennessee was running the ball on first down, on second down, and then punting on third down. They just did that over and over again. So I, I mentioned that to say that Gray produced those numbers with with eight or nine guys in the box a lot of the times. Like those were stacked boxes that he was uh, producing against here. So when you look at his film review, John, you know one word that jumps out to me in terms of his running style, he's shifty. Right, I really like the way that he displays the ability. He pops off the line of scrimmage, and he can shoot really well to the second level of the field. He can work really nicely off a gap, you know, just in terms of of getting into the a gap. But I mentioned he's shifty, John, because he can pop off tackle very easily, or you know, he can kind of kick out. Uh, with good lateral ability, as he sees space, he's able to take that space and push his way upfield here. He closes space very quickly is another way of saying that. And once he gets past that first level of the field, John, not the not the quickest guy, but he is a powerful downhill runner. He builds momentum running downhill. He's aggressive. He is going to scrap through the end of the play. You think about an aggressive type of SEC running back, that's very much his tenacity level when it comes there. And I like his vision, John. I like his vision a lot. He's able to feel out space and find it on the field at multiple levels. Sharp footwork, clean lateral movement. And here's what's underrated against his skill set consistently, John. Reliable pass catcher. 
He contributed to the passing game at Tennessee, which I mentioned was not a thing. He was probably the top <laughs> passing option in, in his second yeah. season there. And he was very much a part of the, the passing offense at Oklahoma. I mean, what was the final stat in the 90s, right, in terms yeah. of receptions? And, and nobody's talking about it, John. Nobody's talking about his, his final season because you mentioned it. 2021 was so disappointing. Everybody pivoted off, stopped paying attention. But in 2022, he did everything we wanted to see the year before. It just took a coaching transition. There was a lot of movement there in Oklahoma, but he made it through. And if you think about it, John, Eric Gray has had to perform under three different coaching staffs in his college career, too, and still found a way to come out on top there. When it, when it comes to his weaknesses, John, the, the red flag, the reason that I'm holding back a little bit of my love and, you know, going all in, I still think I have him ranked higher than just about anybody right now. But, I, you know, I follow my own advice, John. What's one of the things I say all the time about running backs? I want them to be excellent at one thing. Eric Gray is good at everything. It's hard to find that one thing that he is amazing at which means sometimes NFL teams, you know, they might take somebody with a less well-rounded skill set, but they have that excellent trait, right, that fits into their scheme. So I'm a little worried that Eric Gray, you know, he's he's a really high floor guy. Is he going to come with that high ceiling? I think that landing spot's going to determine a lot of that. But I do think that if Eric Gray finds himself for whatever circumstance and they come up often for the running back position where he's 200 and 225 to 50 touches, he's going to be able to take advantage of that and be a steady producer at the NFL level and carry that forward a few seasons. So I really like the film review, John. Very well-rounded. A lot to like here from Eric Gray. Matt, my model liked him a lot also. I loved his improvement throughout the season. And I mentioned this on a podcast that I was recently a guest on. I love his ability to navigate between the tackles. I thought he took a significant leap this year for Oklahoma with his ability to do that. I used to think of him more as an outside runner from his first three years on tape. This year, I saw a competent, tough physical runner with good vision, as you mentioned, between the tackles. Then I plugged him in my model, Matt. 59209. That is a real nice NFL size for a back. Tough to get around. He holds his weight extremely well, and he has a physical frame. Like it a lot. 99 receptions. I did not realize he put up that many receptions. I'm not, I don't think he's an elite pass catcher, but he's well above average, Matt. He can definitely help you on three downs in an offense. Scrimmage yards dominator this year, Matt. 28%. My model loves that a lot. Career carries. And you said something very important. That Tennessee offense was not very pretty. So when you consider that he has two years of, of um, production at Tennessee, yet he still averaged 5.6, that's an impressive number. Over 3,000 career rushing yards. And Matt, this year, 1,595 scrimmage yards for the Sooners. I love him. What does you what does what your fantasy footballers know? Yeah, John, I, you know, I'm I'm realistic with my projection here. I've got him day three early right now, which is picks 103 to 176. I'm on the record though as saying if he goes day two, 
I wouldn't be surprised, and I don't think you should either. I do think NFL teams are going to like Eric Gray, but if he goes day three, I think he's going to end up a mid-third round a rookie ADP here in Superflex League. So 305 to 308, and <laughs> John, I take that all day. All right, because I have him projected as a flex filler, which is a running back uh, three, four. You know, somebody who you don't plug into your lineup necessarily every week, but in the right matchup could absolutely come through. Uh, and John, my fantasy football, you know, value comparison is is Damian Harris. I think he could very much find himself in a Damian Harris type role um, and, and could absolutely kind of play a similar profile there if he falls in the right spot. So, John, a lot to like about Eric Gray, a lot to like here overall with the entire rookie profile series, which has now come to a close 32 rookie profiles. But John, as we mentioned, plenty more pre and post draft coming your way. And of course, you get access to year round resources as part of the Rookie Big Board Patreon, patreon.com slash rookie big board for just $3 a month. And as always, we appreciate you checking out this episode of the Rookie Big Board. <laughs>